What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm not Jamel. Welcome to Airbuds. Uh, I'm Peter Moses. I'm Mike Benner. Not Jamel. Also doing a two-man weave today. Yep. Scheduling has been difficult for the Airbuds as of late, but you know what? We're we're trying hard. We're staying consistent. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll even have guests back, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. I tried to get friend of the pod Edgar Mumplesayer to come today, but uh, he's recording his own very excellent podcast, Culture Kings. Check him out. But uh, yeah, he's got a lot of fun. Uh, takes on the Lakers, but we'll get those next week, maybe. Sounds good. Yeah. My favorite part about uh, Edgar is he's the only person that you ever talk about with the full name, My Friend Edgar. I feel like on his license, it says My Friend Edgar. I feel like I refer to my friends as my friend blank. I feel only specifically with Edgar. I always hear you say My Friend Edgar, which I believe. I think that's great. No, I call like I call you My Friend Peter to other people. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you're my friend. Oh. Yeah. That's so nice. Why do you call me? Bitch boy Mike. Fuck. Well, sure. I'll take it. All right. Well, this is a podcast about basketball. Um, and we're 10 games into the season now. So we're allowed to start having opinions. We weren't the last couple of weeks, but now I think we're actually allowed to start having opinions. I didn't l- – listen. You can have any opinion you want at any time, Peter. No, I'm not coming down on you. I'm yeah. talking about in general. I don't know. I think it's all sports does this thing where it's like, well, it's like the first so-and-so part of the season and you can't really have an opinion, but – I mean, in baseball, the Red Sox won their first 15 games, and everyone's like, oh, it's April, and then they won the World Series. So, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, everyone has their own. Well, I think NBA Twitter loves to rush. I call, I just call it NBA Twitter as a whole now, but, like, NBA media in general just likes to rush to, like, first game takes. Like, after game one, we are seeing people being like, it looks like the Rockets are in trouble, and you're just like, that's way too early to call that, but like, yeah, now we know ten games in, they're in trouble, and like, it just happens to like prove people right in hindsight. But like, nobody fucking after one game saw that the Kings are going to be six and four, right? Right. No, yeah. that's totally fair. They so, are like surprisingly fun to watch. You know what's not fun to watch is uh, I know this isn't on our rundown, but the Lakers let Rajon Rondo, Rondo have the ball like eighty percent of the game. Your team is not going to be good if Rajon Rondo is holding the ball. All the time. Yeah. Lakers no. are bad. Lakers got – I'll be honest. Look, I want to root for LeBron. I want the Lakers to be, do well. But in my soul last night watching the Lakers get stomped on by the Raptors, I found myself rooting real hard for the Raptors. Um, it was definitely a poor outing for uh, the Lakers. Second LeBron out of the back side back. out. LeBron's – what were they – they were just destroyed. And LeBron side out the fourth quarter um, – Maybe the best no shot that the Raptors had at like convincing Kawhi, like, look, you're you were thinking about joining the Lakers. We can beat the shit out of the Lakers without you. You sure you want to leave Toronto? 
the Raptors are fucking fun to watch, too. Yeah, they're good. They're and the good Lakers team. are a goddamn mess. It's taken less than, like, three weeks, and every other headline is Luke Walton is definitely still the coach. Um, yeah, and then there's, like, that quote from Magic that was, like, unless something catastrophic happens, like... Yeah, you it, know what was catastrophic? You signing Rajon Rondo for $9 million. I know LeBron has had a hand in personnel decisions for, during his four seasons with Cleveland. How much do you think he had in in this? Do you think he really wanted Lance Stevenson and and Rondo as teammates? I don't. I don't know. Was he just like, get me anyone who knows, give me any veteran? I understand that LeBron gets ripped on for kind of being the GM in Cleveland at that time, but he wouldn't have come back to Cleveland in the first place if he knew he couldn't get Kevin Love to come there too and they won a championship yeah so as much as he is to be ragged on for some pretty bum-ass gm decisions does that seem like those do those moves seem like lebron moves did they really seem like he was like the what we consider to be probably the smartest basketball mind alive on the planet that's like the decisions that he would like ride for I, i'm just like i question that narrative it's so easy and i just wonder if like i mean i think it, it, if it's strategy where he's like i know we had to punt this year because we're not going to get and another big big name free agent so like just get me dudes on one-year contracts that know how to play javel mcgee by the way coming up looking really nice he, he should yeah. get a nice contract after this if he keeps playing this way second um, best player on the lakers yeah for sure sometimes the first he's I, i've been he i heard like some podcasts talking about like buzz about him being defensive player of the year just because of the huge drop off. And like when he leaves the court, like the, the defensive de- efficiency, like goes down by like 30 points. He's just the only defensive player on their team. Yeah. Well, now they got Tyson Chandler, which when I saw that signing, I, when I saw like the backpack alerts of like Phoenix Suns buyout Tyson Chandler. And then two seconds later, Lakers are signing Tyson Chandler. I just that. I laughed the way I laughed when I heard about the Rondo signing or heard about the Lance Stevenson signing. It's like, yes, they need another actual center on their team. This is the worst choice you could have made, I think. Yeah. Are you going to get like 10 minutes out of this guy? He's old. They... I, he's, he's older than me. And Mike is 73 years yeah. old. So I just was like, I laughed when I saw Tyson Chandler. Like, I'm a great guy. I'm a big fan of him. But, like, the dude is not going to give you productive minutes behind Ty- or, uh, JaVel McGee. Do you think – I know that last time we potted together, I said that the Lakers will make the playoffs. Do you still feel as confident I, I still feel as you did? they'll make it. Yeah. I don't feel as confident as the four seed. Uh, I, I, I very stupidly went on – uh, record is like I think they could be a four seed, uh, but I think they still can squeak into the. I mean, there's still so much time up to make moves, get get a good roster around them. Bradley Beal belongs on the Lakers. Amen to that. Yeah. Bradley Beal needs to go to the Lakers. Yeah. He's probably the best piece other than Anthony Davis that could possibly yeah. play with LeBron. And you know what the smartest thing of all these one year deals? Those are the most tradable like deals. Sure. Like if the Wizards are like they're going to need to blow it up. At some point, so they so they're like, all right, we'll get rid of, uh, we'll get rid of Beal for like a Kuzma or or a, or a Ingram, and then take on all these one year expiring contracts. Like that's an attractive, that's an attractive package. Plus, buy some picks or whatever. We're we're still under the assumption that uh, Palenka and Magic are playing chess, 
and not checkers. Which I, which I, maybe, maybe they are. Maybe like the three of them, including LeBron, that's what they're doing, and they know that they're going to be able to move some of this stuff just because teams like the Wizards are going to have to blow it up. Uh, I don't know. I mean, my team that will never be named on this podcast again. The Wizards are the most dysfunctional team in the Eastern Conference right now. The Cleveland Bavs. Yep. Yeah. Not, n- never saying their name again on this podcast. Um, the Wizards are highly dysfunctional. They are uh, currently at two that, and seven, thirteenth yeah. uh, in the East, um, and like barely beat Portland, and then yeah, had a tough win at home against the New York Knicks. Guess what? I saw the the Wizards were tweeting today that uh, because they won, uh, they beat the Knicks. You can get half off a Papa John's pizza tonight. Good for them. Yeah. Whiz, Whiz 50 is your code. <laughs> that's, that's, Whiz is just – only makes me think of PP. Yep. Whiz 50 if you want your pizza. Have you half off. Piss 50 for your yep. pizza in Washington, D.C. Um, I mean, they're not even worth talking about. I'm You're sorry, right. Jamel. I love you, Jamel. Yeah. But even Jamel has given up on tweeting about the wizard. Right. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he said he – I saw him on Twitter. He was wearing a blonde wig, and he says, I don't tweet about sports anymore. It's, he's really – it's been tough for him. Yeah, it's been a tough year uh, so far, 10 games a year. Uh, but you know who else has been uh, difficult for? Who's that? Yield Philadelphia 76ers. Michael, what's up with your team right now? They're 6-5. and five. They have not won a single game on the road. Um, they look discombobulated. You know, remember when we kind of – we did our first uh, kind of preview of the year, and, and you guys were asking me about how I felt about the the Sixers offseason, and I kind of just was like, I don't, I don't know, I didn't like it. Like, all we did was sign Wilson Chandler, um, and that's kind of how it feels right now. Like, all we did was sign Wilson Chandler, Markel Fultz, he's coming along, I guess, for what is technically his actual rookie year and getting some good minutes, but, like, he's not good. Simmons did not develop that jump shot we were all hoping he was going to do. Simmons uh, will not shoot, and there is something about Fultz. You're right. When you watch him, you're like pulling for him. He's like, good. He's a good defender. He's a good ass defender. It's just that's hard. What's, that's what's been good watching him, and he shows moments where he's like, "Oh, this guy can ball," and then he he just fucking he can get to the cup, and then just misses an easy layup. Did you see that the shooting coach for your team posted and then deleted a tweet where he said that Fultz is still not healthy? No, I did not see that. I don't want to see that. Well, good because he. I don't need to see that. (laughs) He uh, he tweeted it, and there's just he just I don't know he just doesn't look right ever. He, he, I don't know. Again, like he's it's still it's like this is effectively his rookie season, and he's only played like twenty something NBA games. So let's hold off and wait. Okay, and, and. See, I mean, all that said, if we can get rid of him for Bradley Beal and then some other pieces, like, yeah. Oh, my God. If you could unloan Fultz. We don't have any shooting except for Redick and Embiid. Yeah, I was about to say, is Embiid the second-best shooter on your team? Yeah, and he's a good shooter, especially for a big man. I mean, he can hit from, from like, anywhere, but, like, you know, what is he? He's probably shooting, like, 40% from three, um, which is not bad for a seven-footer. Is the worst thing Colangelo did for your team – is that Covington contract? It's Covington. It shows signs where it's like, yeah, you're worth it, and then it's like seventy percent of the time, it's like, what a fucking waste of money. Uh, and I love him. I love him. I, I'm glad he got paid. I'm like, yeah, you like you have generational wealth now. I am happy for Robert Covington. Good for you. Get that money. 
don't fault you for taking it. It's just no. kind of like I it's like I, Colangelo. Yeah, I, it's just like I wish that he was playing. Like he got what was it? Five years, one hundred thirty-five million. Like that's a lot of money for a dude who misses a good amount of open threes. Yeah, I mean, and again, we're playing basketball. I mean, we're not playing basketball, but we're watching basketball at a time where everyone is scoring a million points a game and nobody's playing defense. And this goes back to what I was saying a couple weeks ago. I wonder if the sh- like the starting the season earlier might have something to do with this also. It did fuck up the season last year too. I remember yeah. the beginning of last season was just weird. Like October was weird as hell. Yeah. Cuz all the all the young teams are just like out there firing all these shots, super excited, super in shape and like LeBron just finished his like training camp. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like yesterday, so everyone else is kind of like, except for the Warriors. The Warriors are just on like another planet. Yeah. Two seasons ago, we are still in week one of the NBA, right? Yeah, now. and like, so I wonder, are people just kind of still getting used to like having to kind of play into shape? I don't know what it is. It'll be interesting to see what happens to the scoring too, because I kind of feel like as much basketball as I'm, I've watched, I don't know how to watch. The bas- basketball this year? Or I don't know how to. No like, team has a system of any kind, offensive or defensive. It's crazy, and like, it's just like everyone's scoring like like there's like I'm watching games. I'm like, why is this? Why did this team just score 140 points? Yeah, it's crazy. I don't like other. Okay, who who's running a system right now? I don't Spurs know. Spurs probably like, but if you even if you watch the Warriors, who are you know they're just the most talented team ever put together, and so all you do is give Steph the ball. He passes and intuitively knows how to like, like almost like a fucking soccer player, like get to the next spot and knows how the ball is going to be whooped around to him where he's open. Like there's no coaching there. It's just everyone can shoot and everyone is just throwing it up. The only coaching they did that I fucking hated was Steve Kerr took out Clay Thompson in um, the middle of the third quarter. Yeah. Like why don't you let that guy try to get ninety like ninety hundred points? Like I. I, sportsmanship, my ass! Like everyone, like, yeah, come on! What are we doing here? Like, why are you taking him out? Let's just yeah, let him get twenty threes. Why not? Yeah, like, I that that, that kind of pissed me off. Like, if we're gonna have these like Harlem Globetrotter slash ABA style games, and then you're gonna like cry sportsmanship halfway through the third and take him out when he's got like fifty eight points on twenty dribbles. He's in a no win situation there. I think he probably did the only thing he could have because it's we're mad that he did that he didn't put him like didn't leave him out there to get his twenty threes, but then who's the guy who's the like, other half is gonna be like who is that other half? That's like Yeah. Good good job, sportsmanship. Everyone that hates the Warriors. I hate the Warriors and I and I want him to, I want to see him score hundred points. Yeah, I don't know. But there are people that think the Warriors are ruining basketball and that and that only bolsters their argument. The Warriors. The, the argument for the Warriors ruining basketball is the fact that like is every other team but the Warriors. Everyone's like thinks they're the Warriors, and no one has the talent. Speaking of teams that don't have the talent, but took the Warriors to seven games in the playoffs, what is going on with the Rockets? Doug, I don't know. They are three and five at the moment. It seems it seems like they bottom three in the in the West. Well, I don't know if we talked about this on the pod, but letting Trevor Ariza just slide over to the Suns for like a one-year, ten million dollars or whatever it was—I think it was like eighteen or something. It was a lot of money. 
that seems he seems like a pretty valuable pe- part of that team for like doing all the things that are like. Okay, here's what he's weird. got a ring, right? He's got a couple rings. He's got a couple rings. He's got rings with, two rings with the Lakers, I think. He's got a ring, a couple rings, and then uh, and then Houston is like, you got to come back on a discount. And he probably looks and sees we're not beating the Warriors, and he looks at uh, Phoenix, who were like, "We'll give you twenty million dollars." And he's like, "I'm going to go over there. Like, I'm going to go eat at that pizza place in Phoenix that's apparently really good." Oh, what is it? I'm going to Phoenix. Oh, it's like. Uh, you have to look it up. I can't okay. remember. But apparently, it's like the best in America. Okay, in just look Phoenix. up. Look, best pizza in Phoenix. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna check it out. Um, what do you yeah. want Phoenix for? I'm. Uh, I've got a couple shows in uh, Tush- Tucson. Uh, oh, on Thursday Tucson and Comedy Friday. Festival. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to that. We will. I can't wait. Um, oh yeah, he got. He just, he just had one championship in in '09. Ariza did. But okay, here's a just just to talk about Ariza for one second. And I, I know we're never going to talk, never, never name uh, the team that I used to root for. The Cleveland Babs. Yeah. Uh, the team that will not be named. Kevin Love signed, like, a five-year deal for $4.2 billion. <laughs> Is that the number? That was the number. Okay. Now he's, you know, has toe surgery. He's never going to play again. He was replaced by Sam Decker in their starting lineup. And honestly, like, what Sam Decker does, like, he's more athletic he can still rebound. Sounds can, like a detective. Sounds like a detective. Detective but Sam Decker. To that point, like, I don't still don't understand why Ariza is so much less valued than, like, Kevin Love in the sense that, like, how the game is changing so much. Well, the value of the people and how they play should, I feel like, should be changing, too. I think, well, okay, well, then that goes into, like, <clears throat> total league reform, which I think should probably happen eventually, where, like... Players are like Jimmy Butler, who we'll get to, is like holding his team hostage right now because he doesn't feel like valued and like he has agency in like in the process. You know, um, owners can cry poor all they want; they're fucking making billions of dollars off the names of these people and realistically paying them a fraction of of, of what they're worth. Hundred um, percent true. LeBron James. Deserves to be paid a billion dollars a year by whatever team sure. he, he should he be plays making a hundred million dollars a year. Yeah, um, although this year that's maybe for a seven seed. Still, I mean, have can't you get, seen ticket prices? I'm not to say can't get Lakers yeah, tickets. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, do you want to talk about how players are valued? I mean, to me, it's like Trevor Ariza was probably like also playing into it was they needed to extend uh, Clint Capella, right? They did, I thought. Yeah, for a yeah, lot. They needed to, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, do do we do we pay Clint Capella? I understand. I just seems or like do a, we invest in this guy who's much older, who like can probably only has one or two good years left. Look, I don't think it's unreasonable to think that Daryl Morey knows more about basketball than me. Yeah, I think that's no. I think that's that's the most reasonable thing. Yep, I think we can, can all think. we can all agree. Yeah. But it just seems like that for at least to cap the Rockets, it seems like that's a a, a tough look for them. And we'll see. I mean, they're a team that I feel like what you were talking about. It's early. Harden's like banged up a little bit already. Chris Paul's not trying yet. Yeah, but I mean, what did I say? They were three and five. Three yeah. and five. Like that is god awful for you, a team that was good, that that were a Chris Paul injury away from from beating the fuck out of the Warriors. Yeah. They have time to get their act together. I feel less. Cons- I feel more optimistic about them than I do about the Lakers. 
The Lakers. All right, let's talk about Jimmy Butler. All right. Jimmy Butler. Not uh, just a guy that brings you drinks. No. I don't know. That was a terrible. Can we cut that out? No. We're yeah. absolutely keeping that in. No, no Butler jokes. Jimmy Fuck bringing it. you a drink, Mr. Butler. God damn it. I hate that this... <laughs> You have the power to edit. All right, fine, whatever. Jimmy I Butler. The, I have the power not to edit, too. That's true. I never edit when I'm, when I'm in charge of it. I uh, He's decided that he's going to play whenever he wants to play. He still wants a trade. Um, their team is a total mess. Uh, how do you feel, Mike, about him basically deciding when he's going to show up uh, and play? Um. Well, I mean, as we were talking about it right before the pod, where it's like it's weird because like the wolves are kind of being like, no, 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 like we're he, we're we're trying to protect his body, but like it's clear that like they just have to say that because Jimmy Butler is like in front of it all and orchestrating this media circus, and it's yeah. like if they don't he goes say we know what's going on, <laughs> then it's like it's gonna it's gonna make it look like Jimmy Butler is just like totally cucking them. Well, he like, is cucking them. They're yeah. just like the only thing they can do is pretend like they're not being cucked, and they still are. It still is what it is. There's nothing sadder than a cuck with his head in the sand. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm fine with this. I'm, <laughs> this is what I wanted, actually. It's just like... No, this is good for both of us. Yeah. This is just, you know, healthy. Yeah. This is how healthy relationships are. I, it's stronger than ever, honey. <laughs> um, it, it, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I feel like at some point, again, going back to like league reform and like figuring out like the NBA players association stance on this and the team owners like on the one hand I'm like I believe completely in like a player's like ability to like control their own destiny and have their own agency and like decide like I don't want to just play for a team because I got dealt like I made a commitment to one team and then like they basically you know, I signed a contract under these pretenses and then they broke those pretenses and traded me to like fucking Minnesota, a team I didn't want to go to like, fine. I, that sucks. And you shouldn't have to do that. But like there's, then should be some kind of clauses negotiated in the contracts where it's like, there should be some kind of trial period. I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's not working right now. And this is like kind of the worst it's been so far since like the whole LeBron James heat. LeBron James kicked all this off by by going with the Heat. He hundred percent, yeah, kicked it all off. This feels like it's on another level, though. This is like, it's like Jimmy I, Butler taking it to two hundred level, yeah. two hundred. Like, and it's like he's fucking over an entire team and twelve other like highly paid like players who are like. That's where I think it draws the line. Yeah. Where it's like, cool, man. I get like you're in your right to kind of demand and get what you want, but to say that you're still like a team guy or that like you're still out there for anyone but yourself like you're not you're clearly taking nights off whenever you feel like it and you're resting your body like you're an nfl player but it, you just can't have it both ways yeah. there's just something that feels shitty about it and i want to like jimmy butler and i want him to get out of minnesota but this is uh kind of a, a stain i feel like on him as a commodity there is a i've worked in places where like you know you would have coworkers who they would just always be on vacation. They just seemingly took a trip or two every month. And then the rare occasion that they would come into the office, they would come into the room and then they would just shit on people's ideas and they would just 
be like rude and like shit on it. And then they were off. They were like, I'm taking Thursday and Friday off because I'm going out of town. And they're just like, how are you never fucking here? And then you are a dick or like you act like you own the place. And that's kind of how I feel about Jimmy Butler. He's a shitty coworker. Yeah. Who just shows up when he feels like it shits on everyone's ideas and then leaves. It feels like he's sliding. Remember when people still like Dwight Howard and no, uh, he was in Orlando. Oh yeah. And then it like slowly, like the whole free agency thing was kind of the first thing with him where it was like, it really started to turn. I'm getting some of those same feelings with Jimmy Butler right now, which is a huge fucking bummer. But also, like, the way that dude plays, I feel like his shelf life is not as long as he thinks it is. It's not. He's also, he's, like, averaged, like, he's he's played, like, 65 games in the last, like, three seasons or yeah. whatever. Like, it's, he's injury prone. Um, he hangs out with Mark Wahlberg. Big, um, big, big red flag there. Yeah. Did we talk about this on the past where there's actual quote, like anonymous sources like that with like the bulls that were like, yeah, Jimmy changed ever since he started <laughs> hanging out with Mark Wahlberg. Have we talked about that? Yeah, he kept slapping Asian people. <laughs> oh man. Um, but, uh, the, uh, another dickhead. Now, Jimmy Butler's not a dickhead. I don't want to, I don't want to come it's down on that. It's, it's very okay. complicated. Yeah, but it makes uh, me... I think he's, he's not coming off good. It's not a fun, it, this was like a fun storyline and it's not anymore. Uh, because it just it's like he's he's just not looking good in it, and I like I don't enjoy watching this anymore. No, uh, me neither. It's depressing, and mainly maybe because it lets a guy like Derrick Rose step into the void that he creates by not playing. Oh boy! And uh, Derrick Rose, with his uh, meager health left, w- was able to, to scrounge a fifty-one point game. And that caused all the Derrick Rose stands across NBA Twitter to be like, players, see? Players, too. Players, too. LeBron. I mean, I get that. Like, that's your – I guess you kind of have to, your coworker or whatever. But, like, Derrick Rose sucks. If if all the Derrick Rose stands out there want to, like, petition the Timberwolves to run their offense through Derrick Rose for the rest of the season, let's see how that works out for you. Let's see how where that. Let's see if Derrick Rose even shows up. <laughs> like, People were not as excited when Michael Jordan scored fifty on the Wizards. It was like it was like this like it's like we were all being gaslit about what Derrick Rose's career was. It's like he was good for a year and a half in Chicago. It was exciting, and then he like probably injury raped, after injury. probably raped someone, and then just like allegedly, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't want to ever hang out with an alleged rapist, and I think an alleged rapist is not someone I would want to associate with. Yeah. But allegedly he did it. Well, he was like – it was like enough where he was like the, – the court said he was like affiliated with a gang rape but not participated in a gang rape. Well, there was a civil trial uh, because the criminal case was thrown out, and then he was found to be involved but not liable. <laughs> and then he signed autographs for the jury afterwards. Great. Um, Great. What a what, what and a also that that uh, that uh, that plaintiff is uh, appealing the verdict. So who knows where it might wind up? Look, uh, nothing is more pathetic also than just like Tom Thibodeau proving that he's learned absolutely nothing and is just always trying to recreate 2012 everywhere he goes in all aspects of his life. I also like. I don't get. I, I, why? Why haven't they traded him yet? I don't know. 
Also, like, why wouldn't like why don't you just put Tyus Jones in that situation you were putting Derrick Rose in, where you just like let him dribble the ball the entire game and act like he's Kobe fucking Bryant? Like, what a I mean, everyone's yeah, like, oh I mean, yeah, Derrick Rose, congrats. Derek Rose was what the a only, sad state of your fucking the only team. healthy guard that night, basically. So, and then they ran ISO Derrick Rose the entire time. So. Yes, any athletic, capable person who is motivated and wants to prove that they belong on a team because they've been playing behind Jimmy Butler or whoever else, two other guards, uh, would could on a good night go get 51 points. He was averaging three points a game before that. Like Derrick Rose is actually the coworker you were talking about because he has the last couple seasons just disappeared on his teams whenever he's felt like it. Oh yeah, we all we also have that. Like he left New York, he left uh, Cleveland. He just doesn't show up and tell or tell anyone where he went. So yeah, if you if Derrick Rose stands up there, want to rely on Derrick Rose for the the Wolves' future you're going to be hurt and then you're going to go on Instagram and make up excuses for why he's still the best player to ever play. Gross. He's a hooper. He's a hooper. Meet the hooper. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I didn't want to talk about Derek Rose. We did. We, we got did. it out. Yeah. We got it, got it out of the way. Derek Rose. Ugh. Okay. Sorry. No, no apologies. Derek Rose is the one should be apologizing. I feel bad for Wolves fans though. They made it. They got to one playoff series for the first time in like, over a decade, and now their team, like, it, like they have, like, two max players who aren't good, like, good enough. Like, I mean, Towns is just sad. I mean, not as sad as Wiggins. No, Towns is not sad. He's still, he's good. I think he, I don't know what his deal is. You know, I mean, I always think back to Derek Coleman, who, like, had all the talent in the world, but didn't seem that interested in the game, and that's kind of why he never lived up to anything. And I wonder if that's Towns. Like, he seems to really like Fortnite and being on TV. Yeah. And maybe basketball is just a way to get there, and good for him if that's what it is. That's what this podcast is for me. This podcast is just a way for me. I don't really like basketball. It's just a way for me to hang out with my friends and get super, super famous and be on TV. Is it working? No. Well, oh, well. No. No, it's not. Not even close. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at the Wolves roster. They don't. They they've got a good team. They just need to get rid of who who could they give up for uh, for Bradley Beal, Butler. Well, the biggest thing is Butler a, and Wall on the same team. <laughs> what would that be like? Taking a larger step, like they need to fire Tibbs. Tibbs is still the fucking general manager. Like you can't have this dude making more decisions. He's just setting your team back. Further and further and further every day he's in charge. It's really depressing. I'm not even a Wolves fan, but it's it's very depressing. He's like, you know how in The Office, Michael Scott was just completely inept, but somehow the Scranton branch was like always the like the best sales branch? Because right, they cared the most? Like, or he cared the most? Tom Thibodeau is like, what would happen if you put Michael Scott in charge of an organization in real life? <laughs> Like, it just would fall apart. And that's kind of what's happening with the Wolves right now. And he's, like, just trying to be like, no, we're a family. I'm not getting rid of Jimmy. Why would I fire Jimmy? Just because he's doesn't show up to work and is mean to everyone and then goes on ESPN and airs all of our dirty laundry? Like, no, Jimmy is one of us. And he's like, Jimmy's been here for half a year. Like, Tibbs definitely has season one Michael Scott hair, too. Yeah, he does. It's Yeah, ugh, that's depressing. All right. Um 
Anything else you want to talk about, Mike? Um, I hope the Sixers can turn it around. Uh, they yeah, need, Sixers they are... They need to make a move uh, in some way. They don't have any shooting. Guys, hit me up at Airbuds Pod. Uh, I can not give you any usable ideas, but I just like to talk. Just Elton hit you up? Yeah. I, I, I wonder... Um, and this is maybe like Dark Benner showing up here. Uh, I think we may have wasted the process. Damn. I don't know what big name free agent we're going to sign next summer. We gave the reins to uh, Colangelo. And what did he do? He picked Markel Fultz. Colangelo really fucked the process. Um, it's tough. He gave a huge deal to Covington. He like made some dumb trades. Uh, and so we basically went from Hinky, who had a long-term plan, to Colangelo, who fucked it up, and now Elton Brand is going to have to come in and somehow like keep the thing together. But like, we're competing with Los Angeles. We're the Sixers are competing with uh, Los Angeles, and 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 who else is cap space next year? Um, all these big markets. I don't know off the top of my head. I can't remember. But, like, what are we going to get? Are we going to lure Kawhi Leonard away from the Raptors or the Lakers over, like, I don't know. what, what Was Brett Brown going to grow another beard and play ping pong with Kawhi Leonard and convince him to come? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think you're getting Kawhi. And I don't Kawhi think... wants his own team. And what, is he going to fight Embiid and Ben Simmons? for? The, I mean, I feel like Ben Simmons and Embiid already have a weird tension about who's the, whose team it is. Someone needs to get Beal. You guys should get Beal. I would love it if we got Beal. But, again, he's on a three-year deal right now, so we, we're going to have to trade Saric, uh, Fultz. We're going to have to trade all these people to get Beal. Yeah. Do you, would so you, then it's like cool. The pro, like the process we had is like now just done. Yeah, but everyone's still so young. I would say like I know it feels like the right now, but like Simmons can still learn to shoot, and yeah. Embiid is still young as fuck. Like, yeah, I, I get it. I know it's it's, it's, in the just, it's, it's just like we like we we signed Wilson Chandler. <laughs> that's true, and 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 Mascala too, and his racist dad. Yeah, so Muscala's cool. actually been not so bad. He uh, he can drain it from three. Um, yeah, I, it's it, and look at and it's still early. What a weird time that we live in. That like the Sixers had to issue an apology about <laughs> a, some players' dads' racist ass tweets. Like why? Like weird. I don't know. Yeah, uh, why does why does why does an organization have to be like sorry for this fucking? scumbag bum we don't know yeah also why can't like his, why can't Mescala do it he did it he 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 released a very like good statement and was like i don't agree with any of this like he was like yeah but then the sixers did it as well and they're just like well yeah of course we know you don't agree with this fucking redneck in minnesota's like racist i don't know Wild which times. his racist uh remarks were about jimmy butler bringing a full circle oh that's yeah. great yeah well Anyways, uh, you got anything you want to talk about? No, I think that's it. I mean, I'm glad October's over, and I'm hoping that we'll just be able to learn what was real and not real in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I feel like I I was a little negative today. I want to say that I still love the the NBA. I still love basketball. You're good, Mike. You're too hard on yourself, bro. It just was like I was like talking about like reforming the league, how it's fucked up, how players don't make enough. Like, no, I think some of that I stuff went is went on a long Derrick Rose rant. Dude, I honestly think it's just like 
uh, basketball is wild as fuck right now. It Everyone's so scoring wild. like 130 points every single game. It's overwhelming to like it's a to lot. follow at the moment. Yeah, it's like it's just everyone is just shooting from half court and sinking it every night. <laughs> That's what it feels. It's like. weird. Yeah, every game has like a world changing highlight in it. Fucking Magic beat the Spurs by like 15 in San Antonio last night. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't even mention the darkest point of the Sixers is that they lost to Brooklyn oh, by 30 whooped. last night. They got whacked. But okay, to this point, and this is what we can end on is like it doesn't who knows if that matters. Like sometimes teams, I think it matters that they're own 5 on the road. Well, that that probably matters, but yeah. also just like does it is it real that Orlando like whooped San Antonio at home? I don't know. I don't know either. It's hard to say. Also, like playing factors in like the Sixers. Again, they had uh, they 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 were in China a month and a half ago. Yeah, like, they might have never caught up. Like who knows? That's All what happened to Golden that, State last year. Yeah. Remember how fucking sludgy they were at the beginning of the year? Yeah, that China trip. Yeah. So who knows? Like I think with the yeah with the start of the season being earlier, now teams like go to fucking like. 10 time zones away to like for two weeks at a time. Like, yeah, it's weird. It's like, so we, it, it's hard to know what is happening right now. And everybody is just putting up 170 points a night and yeah, not watch, playing defense. And just watch crazy. the Raptors and the Bucks. Yeah. That's what I'd say. They're fun. Yeah, they are fun. Anything you want to plug, Mikey? Um, no, I got nothing. At Airbuds Pod on uh, Twitter, on yeah. Instagram. Uh, hit us up uh, at Airbuds Podcast at gmail.com. Send yes. us your dick pics. Peter asked for those specifically. I, I gave the wrong email last week. I said it was at Airbuds Pod. It's Airbuds Podcast. So <gasps> yes. all the people who sent their dick pics last week, resend it to Airbuds Podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Um, if you could be so kind, give us a follow on Twitter. Uh, if you are a 100th, fo- uh, 100th follower, we will send you a... Oh, yeah. We're going to uh, send you shit. We're going to send you some shit. Um, I'm not going to be there, but head head to Mixtape if you're in L.A. this Friday. Who's We've got ghosting? A, a great lineup. Just Garrick. Oh. Just Garrick riding solo. Check um, out Garrick. Aparna Nanchurla. Uh, a bunch of other really funny people are going to be there. M.K. Paulson. I don't remember everyone else off the top of my head, but it's a great show. It's our... Late Halloween election show. So take that for what you will. Also, I will be in Tucson. Arizona. Arizona on Thursday and Friday at the uh, uh, Tucson Comedy Festival. Uh, hit me up. I'll be there. Come say what's up. We can talk about Aiden and Devin Booker because they're fun to watch. They're, they're fun to watch. Yeah. They suck, but I think they're still fun to watch. Yeah, they're like two and six. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they're cute. Yeah, they are cute. Good on Devin Booker for getting back earlier than I thought. Right? Hell yeah. Yeah. Fucking like that. I want, I, I want the sun to be good, man. Let's go. Cool. All right. Later, guys. Later.